Hey, George, it's Mike Love calling. I'm sorry I'm a few minutes late. Oh, that is all right. I'll tell you what, it is, a, it is an honor for me to talk to you. Thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, well, thank you. I've been a, been a fan for a long time, so this is a, this is a real treat. <laughs> well, we've been out there a while now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? That's, a, that's the first thing I thought of. I mean, like, do you guys, are you like the hardest working man in music? Every, every time I look, you're out on the road. Yeah, well, we did a, about 175 shows last year, but, you know, we love what we do, and people still like hearing the Beach Boys, so um, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun, actually. Well, no doubt, and we're so glad you're coming back to town really not too long. May the 12th, you're going to be in town at the Ohio Theater. Those tickets on sale now. And you're going to be with the Columbus Symphony, which is very, very cool. Do you get a chance to do shows like this very often? Um, every now and then, uh, we're going to be, uh, three days, uh, over a weekend in early June in Omaha with the Omaha Symphony Orchestra too. We've done it before so a few years back, but they're having us back again. So, and, uh, I remember doing the Sydney Opera House down in Australia, uh, three, three nights sold out. And, um, that was very special. We do do them occasionally, not all the time. Mostly, it's the uh, evening with the Beach Boys. You know, we do about two hours of music with a twenty-minute intermission uh, in between. But so uh, we do plenty of songs. And when you've been out, when you've been uh, recording for fifty years, I think <laughs> you pile up a lot of songs to do. So oh. but we do everything from our surf songs and car songs and and pet sounds and 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 even some new songs from an album called Unleash the Love which I released uh, several months back. Awesome. Yeah, well no, no doubt you guys have so much music to choose from that everybody loves, there's no doubt. And it's a it's a there's a show with the symphony like you've talked about you've done it a few times. Does that take extra preparation when you have to come in you got to meet with the symphony and get make sure everything everybody's on the same page? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, we have uh, we have our um, arrangements, our charts that we send the symphony, um, and we we meet with them in the afternoon. Let's say we have a show at night, you know, so we meet with them in the afternoon for a couple of hours, and we go through all the, uh, the arrangements with them so that we're you know on the same page. So oh yeah, to speak. yeah, yeah. Well, that should so be. It's a little bit extra, uh, uh, um, you know, work, but but it's worth it because it's. It's you know fascinating to hear the opening of California Girls uh, and and you know songs like In My Room and God Only Knows. Oh and, yes, you know, Sweet John B. And, yeah, and all it's so many beautiful arrangements and it sounds so great with the symphony. In fact, we just finished an album project with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra of England. Wow. You know, up, yeah, uh, they, they did about sixteen songs of ours um with the original um our original uh, records that they took and complemented with uh, with their arrangements so it's very interesting and very beautiful uh, uh interesting a whole new uh, treatment of the beach boys well yeah you're so right when you think about some of those songs you mentioned you can definitely see how they would lend themselves to such beautiful arrangements with an orchestra so that that is definitely going to be a, a great show. Again, it's May 12th at the Ohio Theater of uh, the Beach Boys with, right. the, with the Columbus Symphony. And you mentioned the uh, the album Unleash the Love, which came out a few months back. And then 
the year before, I think it was 2016, you put out your memoir, Good Vibrations. That's right. Which was, now, did that, when you were getting to, you know, sitting down to write it, did it did it come easy? Were you a guy all these years that, that kept things in journals and you, you had dates and you could go back and easily find out about the history? I didn't keep journals, but a lot has been written about the Beach Boys, but sometimes written by people who weren't there mm-hmm. or it, it was... It wasn't completely accurate, so I I worked with a fellow who um, who was a great writer, who Jim Hirsch, who has been a New York Times best-selling author uh, a few times, and um, he did a bunch of research, and I think he knows more about the Beach Boys than I ever will. <laughs> <laughs> and he would ask me about things, and I would say, "Well, no, it didn't happen exactly like that. Here's here, here's how it happened." So we you know, wrote it together, basically. Um, and um, there are some things that that I've never spoken about. Some things were pretty emotional to deal with, like the loss of, you know, oh, I bet. Uh, loved ones. And yeah. Carl Wilson's last show. And, you know, the, it, it was, I did an audio recording. I did three days in a row, several hours each day, speaking the, um, the story out. Mm-hmm. And that was there. There were times when I got choked up, and it was, it was very emotional trying to 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 uh, to go over some of the things that were a little bit more emotional, or a lot more emotional. Oh yeah, in their impact, you know. And but it was it was a very interesting, um, you know, thing to to go over your whole life and career, and starting back with in the generation previous to ours, my mom's generation. She's responsible for. The Beach Boys, um, really, uh, along with her brother uh, Murray, who was my uncle, who was the father of Brian Dennis and Carl Wilson. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, our our young lives as as kids was it was all about music. It was a, music was such an important thing to the to our, both our families as growing up, and we would get together on for Christmas, uh, you know, and do Christmas caroling around the neighborhood and stuff oh, like yeah. that. So, yeah. Well, you bring up a good point about so much over the years. I mean, the Beach Boys have become such a, a part of the, the fabric of, of history, and so much has been written. What, what do you think is maybe the most misunderstood thing about the Beach Boys over after all these years? Well, um, you know, sometimes a lot of stuff is focused on some of the not so fun parts of the Beach Boys, you know, like people are fascinated by the fact that my cousin was <laughs> lived with Charlie Manson for a while. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, and that, you know, that that doesn't have anything to do with our music. That's it's just kind of like it's outrageous and it's and it's very, you know, I don't know how, how to exactly describe it, but <laughs> so, but uh, it certainly happened. And a lot of the, you know, personal issues and with use of drugs or whatever it might be, some, sometimes people tend to focus on that. But I think the real story about the Beach Boys is the phenomenal, phenomenal amount of music we've done and the incredible uh, worldwide appreciation of our of our music. Oh, yeah. And that's really the, the main thing. How much, I mean, we've gotten... Uh, accolades from from Vietnam vets saying how much our music has meant to them mm-hmm. when they were out, you know, having to do what they had to do, and 
And so there's just so, there's so much positivity that I like to think about all the positive stories and, and, and the way our music has helped people get through life and, yeah. and given them so much joy over the years. No doubt about that. And, and really, with the Beach Boys, you can't say this about too many other musical acts, that you sound like no one else. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean you, ha- you, ha- you have your own sound, and that's hard to do. Yes, it is. Well, it comes as a result of my cousin um, Brian having that wonderful high voice, that falsetto. I like liked uh, singing the, the bass parts when I wasn't singing the leads. Mm-hmm. But when we wrote the songs together, because we were writing them together, I would be coming up with the, the words and often the concepts and the words like, for instance, the song Do It Again, I went to his house, picked him up, drove down to the beach, walked along the shore, came back and sat down on the piano and wrote the song, Do It Again, in about 20 minutes or so. <laughs> Recorded it and went to number one in England. and Australia was a big hit and, you know, it was a pretty good size hit in the U.S. as well. And oh, yeah, it's such a cool song. I love the groove the groove on it. Yes, that was a really cool groove. But it's, it's just reminiscing about what, the way we used to do things, you know. And, uh, and uh, you know, hanging out with some old high school friends and, and going surfing again. And so, yeah. so that was, it was just really a, a lot of fun. And, you know, so it's like, but we would sit down at the piano and I, I would, you know, because I guess because I'm writing it with him, it, it fell to me to, to sing a lot of the leads, you mm-hmm. know. So that's the way it works. <laughs> well, it's 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 so much great music, and like you say, brings so much joy to so many people. And we're we're certainly uh, looking forward to it. Again, the date is uh, May twelfth with the with the Columbus Symphony here at the Ohio Theater. And I know I know for a long time that you were very much into the transcendental meditation. Do you do still practice that? Oh yeah, every day I've been doing that for fifty years. Learned from Maharishi in Paris in December of sixty seven. Wow. And in the spring of 1968, I was invited to go to India. When I got there, I didn't know it, but the Beatles were all there. John Paul, George, Ringo. Yeah. They were, and, uh, there's a girl named Prudence Farrow, who was Mia Farrow's sister. Wow. Uh, was the dear Prudence on the album they came up with while they were there. These wrote a lot of songs, so a lot of music, a lot of meditation. And, uh, you know, I was sitting at the breakfast table when Paul McCartney came down singing back in the USSR. You know, I was one of the first people to ever hear that song. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it was a really fascinating time, but the meditation has been a huge help to me over the years. It just has given me a lot of uh, you know, stability in the midst of chaos and mm-hmm. a lot of energy and clarity. and So a lot of positive things from Transcendental Meditation. Well, I would imagine you mentioned chaos. Was I would imagine the music business is very chaotic, so it will probably help you like dealing with all the ups and downs. Exactly, exactly, and personal things too. You mean the the impact of, of change and good things, bad things. It all it is it can be a little overwhelming at times, and uh, transcendental meditation is is allowed me to be have a little more stability within all the all the changes going on. Now, I, I read that you, is it true, you have, you're the father of eight children? Yes, that's right. And I had four kids just in the 60s, uh, yeah, 
you know, two different ladies. Yeah. <laughs> my, yeah. Uh, my first wife, uh, Franny, who, who was my high school sweetheart, and we had have two children and then two more kids by my wife, Suzanne, who's, in fact, my son, Christian, uh, was born in 1968. He's, he's touring with me now. He, he's a beautiful voice. He sings God Only Knows, which Carl oh, Wilson sang on, uh, yeah. on the original recording. Well, that's what so, I was going to yeah. ask. If, I was going to ask if anybody was following in your footsteps, and apparently, yes, they are. Yes. So it's, it's really nice. Good-looking guy, really talented, and it's really a joy for me as a dad to have him with me on tour. Oh, sure. I bet, I bet that just makes it even, even better. Well, i got to ask you, too, since we're talking about family, and I've got here in my studio, I've got my Cleveland Cavaliers uh, pennant up, and if anybody doesn't know, your nephew is uh, NBA champion Kevin Love, and do you, do you get a chance to keep up on any of the games here lately with the playoffs? Well, I'm trying, but you know, he moves around, I move around, so I don't get a ch- chance to go and actually physically see him in person. Right. But we we text, and we I've stayed at his place a couple times, and it's and he's he's a great guy and a fantastic player. So you know, I'm always, of course, uh, wishing him well. Yes. You know? <laughs> no doubt. Well, it kept, uh, Mike Love, a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame since 1988. I mean, I could go on and on and on with the accolades, the the songs, the hits, just an, an incredible part of uh, really pop culture over all the years. And, and we're looking forward to it with the Beach Boys. With the Columbus Symphony, May 12th, Ohio Theater. Those tickets are on sale now. Again, uh, Mike, I cannot tell you what a pleasure it has been to talk to you. I, we look forward to seeing you in town, and I thank you so much for the time today. Oh, thank you so much for uh, allowing me to be uh, on 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 the air with you. And uh, I'm sorry for being a few minutes late, but uh, not you know. a problem at all. <laughs> Anytime. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. All right. Thank Take you care. very much. All right. Bye bye.